Snippet, the short podcast platform. This is Check Your Privilege, the podcast. Let's welcome anti-racism guide, mental health activist, and founder of the Check Your Privilege movement, your host, Maisha T. Hill. All right, friends, welcome to Check Your Privilege, the podcast. I'm your guide on this journey, Maisha T. Hill, and I'm very excited to be back and kick off Black History Month 2022. I'm excited we made it here. I'm excited to breathe and be living history. I think a lot of folks are always curious about what I mean when I say living history. It means that at every moment of my day, at every moment that I breathe life into my body, at every moment that I record a podcast episode, go live on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube, I'm leaving my imprint in history. So living history for me is the acknowledgement that every move I make and every step I take as a black woman in 2022 and years prior leaves my stamp, leaves me breathing and living history out each and every day. I am excited to be this history, that I am the answered prayers of ancestors and elders before me. And in the spirit of Ubuntu, I am because they are. Now, a lot of folk don't understand the concept of Ubuntu. And I want to first say rest in heaven to our ancestor, Bishop Desmond Tutu, who passed away, who brought this notion of Ubuntu alive for folk here in the West. And it is literally seeing common humanity and noticing and notating our humanity is tied together And I exist because you exist. And when we talk and think about ancestors and elders, it's I am because they are, not I am because they were. You know, are and were are two different English vernacular terms that we're not going to get into on this episode. But to say are, it's remembering the life that still exists, the spirit that still travels in this world. So Black History Month is that reminder of the inhaled breath of life the inhaled breath of the struggle the inhaled breath of the cries the inhaled breath of the prayers of the ancestors and my exhalation of freedom and liberation this is our reminder this is your reminder and mine that black history month is not just 28 days because black people are living history and black people make history Every single day. I want to shout that out, though, because I didn't come up with this tagline around black history. Black people make history every day. It actually came from my brother, Laz, that established by Creator Screen Printing, who actually created a shirt for Check Your Privilege that says black people make history every day. So let's get into this. Let's talk about, for those of you who don't know and have a deeper understanding, what is Black History Month? And I thought it was important that we talk about what Black History Month is not so that we understand like what it is. And so what it's not, it's not a month for you to just go shop black businesses just for 28 days. Like you got to do that every day. It's not just a month where we talk about Dr. King every single day. <laughs> it's not a month where we 
talk just about Kamala Harris and President Barack Obama every single day. That's not what Black History Month is. And I think there's so much information out there that people don't really understand the origins. So it's not a 28 day celebration to remember the pop cultural references of black history. You know, because for many, this time of year, school districts, churches, businesses, anything that upholds the systems of domination, imperialism, capitalism, white supremacist, ableist, patriarchy, um, they tell us what black history is. And it's similar to that pilgrim's myth that we all learned in school, right, where there are there's these 10 key leaders in the black history movement and This is what they did for black people and for us, right? It's almost been mythologized that black history and black history month is actually based on 10 people during the civil rights movement and during the feminist movement who helped push black people forward, right? It's almost like black history month has become the promotion of black exceptionalism amongst white liberals and conservatives. Let me say this again. Many white liberals and conservatives have turned Black History Month into black exceptionalism, looking for the exceptional black person, but not honoring the lives and the living history of everyday black people every day. Now, when I say exceptional, folk love talking to me about Barack Obama and how articulate it is, but no one likes to talk to me about Claudette Colvin. Nobody likes to talk to me about Shirley Chisholm. No one wants to talk about the Black Panther Party. Shout out Oakland, California. But everyone wants to talk about the black folks who are the exception, who have shined in history. I mean, y'all, let's face it. I did say liberals and conservatives because there is a war against critical race theory. And there are liberals who are against critical race theory. Yes, there are. Mm -hmm. And what that proves to me is that Black History Month has been taken from its original meaning to an influencer-led anti-black popularity contest that further promotes keeping the status quo. We honor known black leaders who powered us through the collective struggle of my four parents. That is not what Black History Month is and or should be. So let's talk about the origins of Black History Month. Black History Month was established in 1926 by Carter G. Woodson, Carter G. Woodson was the founder of the Association for the Study of African-American Life and History. He came up with this idea of African-American History Week to encourage black Americans to become more interested in their own history. He chose February because it had the birthdays of President Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass, right? Lincoln was born on the 12th and Frederick Douglass, who was a former slave and didn't know his exact birthday, celebrated on the 14th. So he actually, Carter G. Woodson, created Black History Week in 1926 between Abraham Lincoln's birthday and Frederick Douglass's birthday. And then fast forward, it started going, uh, especially in West Virginia, it went from a week to ongoing to like a month. And then the civil rights movement and black power movement advocated for an official shift from a week into a month. So that's actually how Black History Month got transformed and got empowered to be a longer amount of time. And guess what, friends? Of course, there was a presidential proclamation 
in the year 1976, where President Gerald Ford officially recognized Black History Month in 1976, calling upon the public to seize the opportunity to honor the two often neglected accomplishments of Black Americans in every area of endeavor throughout history. I find that rather fascinating. So what is Black History Month? You know, according to what we read, it was created as an opportunity for Black people to become interested in our, me speaking as a Black woman, history and heritage. So prior to the 1976, it was created for Black people to have a deeper look into who we are as a people, where we come from, how to seek joy and freedom and liberation and keep moving forward. It was not until the 1970s where it was opened up for other folks to also recognize the accomplishments of black folks in history because black folks are often and still are neglected, especially in our accomplishments in every area and endeavor in our history. Now I got to be honest with you guys. I check your privilege For the last two, three years, we've always celebrated Black History Month. We kicked it off a couple years ago with the Women of Black History Month sharing the unknown struggles of Black women in history, where we shared information on all these amazing women who've contributed to the history of the culture, of dominant culture, and you would have never known. Last year, we went across the gender binary and we addressed all folks, right, all people, and black culture who've contributed to history. And this year, we're going to do a little different. We're taking it nice and slow. We're not just looking at people. We're looking at policies. We're looking at laws. And we are looking at people who are living history. Who are the folks that are alive, that are still making strides and changes? Like I said in the beginning, who are our living historians? Who are the people out there in real time today making the moves to leave an imprint for future generations? And so I'm sure that y'all are like, well, what can I do to learn more about Black History Month? But I need to be really frank with everybody here. For me, this Black History Month hits a little different because a couple weeks ago, the U.S. Senate voted no on voting rights. And I have really big feelings about that because my ancestors fought during the civil rights movement for voting rights. And here's what they voted against. They voted against the John Lewis Voting Rights Amendment Act, right, which required several states with a history of voting discrimination in the South to get preclearance from the Department of Justice for any voting laws. And it would also restore a requirement and update the formula used to determine what states had to get preclearance. It was also looking at relocating polling places and imposing strict voter ID requirements subject to the preclearance. They also went against the Freedom to Vote Act and the Freedom to Vote Act, which was really, really frustrating that they said no to this would make Election Day a national holiday, which if it's a national holiday, everybody can vote. There's no I got to get off work. I got to take time off. I got to get child care. It, it would make voting more accessible for citizens. It would allow states to have early voting for two weeks prior to Election Day. It would allow voting by mail with no excuses. It will require states to make voting more accessible for people with disabilities. We already know how we feel about ableism here. It will require that states require IDs for voting who have to broaden the types of IDs available. 
and then states would have to offer same-day voting registration and online registration, uh, make it easier to register at places like departments of motor vehicles. It would outlaw partisan gerrymandering. There was so much amazing things that these two acts would do. And the U.S. Senate, the United States of America Senate, voted no. They had a filibuster. And that is just the state of history when it comes to black people in America. It's we'll give you breadcrumbs and hope that you accept them. And so as I think about ways that you can help be a part of this living history for this month, I really want us to think about how we need to support and understand the importance of voting rights, help protect them at all costs, and show up and advocate for these necessary changes. And maybe you're lucky. Maybe you live in a state that's made their own changes. That's great. But you need to use your voice and your power to help all of us have access to vote, help them to stop trying to (laughs) do what they do best, right, and make voting non-accessible for our siblings with disabilities, etc. Here's some other ways that you can do some work and be the living history of Black History Month. If you are a white or a white passing person or anyone who is non-black, I would say decenter yourself. This month is not about you. Okay? Yes, you want to learn. Yes, you want to engage. Yes, you want to pay your educators. It's not about you and what you can get out of it. It's about living into the experience. And if you know what we talk about, a check your privilege. Live into the work, breathe it, be it, encounter it, enjoy it, Uh, learn, continue to learn from black folk, black scientists, black educators, scholars, go to as many public forums online because COVID that you can learn from black folk. This is a quote unquote month that instead of going to a black history presentation led by a non-black person, seek blackness. And then if you notice that you continue to go to black educational experiences led by non-black folks, what is the bias there? So be challenging your biases this month. Work on your relationship with anti-blackness. Eliminate your need to perform. This is the month where performance is at its best. We see performance in black culture really around Juneteenth, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and Black History Month. So really... Do this because you want to, not because you're trying to jump on the bandwagon and it's cool right now. Really see this as not just a month, but see this as a kickoff of a daily practice. You know, at Check Your Privilege, we talk about niching down your journey. That's a 365 degree day a year practice, right? So incorporate black history every single day. And yes, shop black, shop black all the time. But if you can shop black, shop small, shop local this Black History Month. And then stay committed to learning every day. Like I just said, it's, it's what, 28 days? Nah, you need to make this the kickoff for your Black History 365 or every day you are intentionally looking up scholars and educators and inventors. And I was blown away. I was, I'm not going to say how many years old when I learned the person who was who invented the super soaker was a black man. These are things that I would have loved to know as a kid because it was like I can invent invent things, I can create things, and not just grow up and be a teacher. Like that's great. Shout out to my teachers. I come from a family of educators, so I'm not downplaying teaching. But what I am saying is studying inventors and historians and just the culture can open up your eyes and your children's eyes. 
and your family's eyes in a whole nother way. So y'all just remember that, you know, my ancestors and the elders have been fighting for freedom. We are currently fighting for our civil rights. We are still creating as a culture. We are still putting beauty into the world and we still fight to be seen, heard and valued every single day. So my invitation to you is to honor the living history because black people make history every single day. And until next time, friends, keep living into your work. Peace.